So this episode contains adult language, mature situations, demonic babies with superpowers, the strongest delinquent in Izayama High School, the Z-Bub Seal, insanely hot super nanny bodyguards who are actually demons, misunderstandings, and Freddie Mercury. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 237. Hey guys, it's your host Zan once again saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts conveying reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. Every episode we talk about one or two geek titles and properties and tell you the pros and cons about it, if it's worth investing your time in or if you should run away and avoid it like the plague. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email me personally at zanspyrokin.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Snapchat, and several other social media sites. You can check out all this information on our show notes or at www.spyrokin.com. So I hope you, my lovely audience, is doing great. I've been actually really relaxed and chill since last week when was my birthday. Thank you for all the wishes if you did message me on at Spirekin on Twitter, I've been really just relaxing and just trying to get things together. I know that the increased rate of our releases has been a little bit cumbersome. I know we're doing two a week and the plans for January are going to be a little crazy, but I want to make sure that I hit episode 300 on time. We are going to do this one way or the other. I promised you guys that episode 300 would be on our anniversary and it is going to be on our 10-year anniversary. I am pushing for this to be as best as it can. I would have liked 500 on that episode, but I digress. Yeah, so hope you guys have been doing good on my end. Besides podcasting and working and seeing a very nice lady, I've been just, well, been just chilling out, having a good time, and reading a lot of really good manga. And speaking of which, let's get to what we were talking about today. And if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to be that we're reviewing a manga... That was written by Ryohei Tamura, released in 2008 till 2017. It's a Shuisha property, meaning it's weekly Shonen Jump. It was released online over here, but there's not an actual Tankaban release. There's no legitimate release. You can just read it online. There are 28 volumes, and there is a recent anime series which just came out that just finished that was actually pretty... faithful but weird to the series. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the action comedy shonen series 
Beelzebub. And if you haven't heard about the series, it's pretty interesting. The whole premise is that we have our main character, Tatsumi Oga. He is also known as the Violent Ogre. He is this very macho, delinquent guy who kicks a complete amount of ass. It's his first year at the toughest school in all of Japan. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Ishiyama High School, or Ishi High School, where a lot of tough people are there. I mean, this is like a more mature Cromarty High School, we'll say. A lot of delinquents, a lot of crazy people, there's a lot of fights. It's also an all-boys school. Well, no, it's not. There's some girls in it, but it's, for the most part, you focus on the boys. Eventually, you get to the girls later, but it's a very tough school where there's, everyone's fighting to be on the top. And let's be honest, Oga is someone who does not screw around. He kicks ass, and when the manga opens up, he's talking to his best friend, Takayuki Furuichi. And he's saying, you know what, uh, I was having a very simple morning, I was walking to school, and then someone wanted to talk to me, and I counseled them very easily, pretty much translated to, a bunch of guys tried to kick his ass, and Oga beat the shit out of them. He was abusive and mean to them, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, a weirdo shows up. Pretty much, imagine a guy who looks exactly like Freddie Mercury coming down the river and stopping and looking at him. It's like, what the hell is that? There's a, a person in the river who looked weird, and I saved him from the water. No, this Freddie Mercury-looking individual comes out of the water, splits his chest open, and out pops a baby. And he's telling his friends, like, what the hell are you smoking? You're just making this up. I'm just going to walk away. This is crazy. And as he's walking away, Oga walks outside, grabs this baby, and plops him down right in front of him, this baby who is naked. It's like, what the hell is this shit? Well, turns out that this little baby is Kaiser de Emperazen Beelzebub IV. He is the youngest son of the devil. And he has been sent to Earth to be raised and taught to be an evil person and will eventually destroy humanity. The reason why is that the devil is too busy to destroy humanity. He's frustrated and he has a lot of stuff going on, you know. He has dinner parties, he has to meet a friend of his, and he just kind of foisters it on his youngest son, who's still a baby. And he's been sent to be raised to be evil. And accompanying him is his, we'll say it's his nanny, it's actually she's a demon maid, and that is Hilda, or Hildengard, a very top-heavy, blonde-haired, crazy woman who pretty much wants the best for, or worst... For her master, Beelzebub the Fourth, or Baby Bell, and because of how mean Olga is, Bell, we'll call him Baby Bell, is attracted to Olga, and he is now considered that Olga is his father figure. So he's pretty much adopted Olga, and Olga can't get rid of Baby Bell. The other thing is that after a huge fight between him and Hilda. Hilda explains, you cannot be more than 15 meters from Bell or else he's going to kill you because of uh, his power that separated will shock him to death. So he has to stay in constant contact with this little baby who is making his life a living hell now. Well, not really. He's a baby that when he cries, he shocks everything. Like, imagine Lum Chan shocks, but it's with a baby who, whenever he gets upset, he shocks everything. And so what's going to happen? How is this going to resolve itself? Well... Hilda and Bell-chan end up moving into the Oga family. They end up living with Tatsumi, with his mom, his dad, and his sister. And 
his family thinks that Hilda is actually from Macau and that Baby Bell is their illegitimate grandson and he looks like his dad because he has the angry face like their dad has an angry face. So he's stuck with this people and his family thinks that he's in an illegitimate relationship. It's this whole funny gag stuff. And I've got to be honest, it is pretty unique how he tries to get rid of Beelzebub because if he can get rid of Baby Bell... He doesn't have to deal with the problem of that he's getting shocked all the time, that this girl is attacking him. The fact that when Baby Bell has to go to the bathroom, because he has this one time of year, which is the, what they called it, was the unflushing, when he will flood an entire town, he ends up peeing all over the place. Like he fills up the bedroom with piss, and then they open the window, and it comes out like a flood, and he eventually flood the town, and they have to find diapers that'll work for him, and there's no diapers that'll work for him. So eventually... Hilda ends up grabbing him and taking him to the ocean. They just he just pees all he wants. I know this sounds crazy, and it is pretty fucking crazy. Now you're probably wondering, wait, so this is all baby humor? Well, kind of. The thing is that Baby Bell gravitates to the most evil and strongest person possible. So Olga figures out that if I can find someone who's tougher than I am, Baby Bell will jump on him consider him daddy and then i will be left alone so he ends up trying to fight the ishiyama high school's toho shinki the strongest four students of toji kamida kazaki and himekama and he's gonna fight these these are the four big gang leaders in charge of the school and he's gonna find out which one of them is more tough than him the first one he meets Tries to muscle him in, teach him a lesson, and literally Olga beats the shit out of him. The problem with that is that since he kicks his ass and knocks him out of a window, he ends up becoming more impressive in Baby Bell's eyes. And Baby Bell is even more attached to him. Eventually, it comes to the point when Olga has a seal appear on his arms. It looks like a tattoo. And this is the Zibub seal. It is the Fly King Royal Seer. This is the royal crest of... Bell's family and he is now like officially his dad and the problem is their powers are synced now so if he does this thing called the Zabio Blast he can punch and a huge shockwave happens so it's become kind of his tournament arc and this and that also funnier than that is the fact that one of the guys thinks oh you know what? I'm going to kidnap Olga's bride who is they think is Hilda and she'll be a dance of distress and then we'll get him to kneel before us and we'll kick his ass and we'll be on top. No, Hilda is stronger and more messed up than Olga is. She does not take shit for anything. She tries to make him influenced by his evilness. Like, she tries to promote him being evil so that Baby Bell has a good, quote-unquote, father figure and will become evil and destroy the world. Because the more powerful that Olga's bond is with Baby Bell... The more evil Baby Bell is, and more likely he'll destroy the world. So it's this whole thing of growing together in this that. Oh, before I forget, I forgot about the Freddie Mercury-looking individual. This is Alain Delon, the uh, dimensional transfer demon. Pretty much, he opens his chest up, and you can go, you can teleport from place to place. It's pretty weird and gross, but like I said, he looks like Freddie Mercury, and he's named after a very famous singer that was popular in Japan back in the 70s. A weird thing. He's also a little foppish, we'll say. And he kind of drives Furuyuchi crazy. More importantly than that, Furuyuchi is stressed out because his best friend is going through all this stuff and he's trying to keep him in charge. But he's like, I, I don't know what to do. Also, interesting thing is that Furuyuchi is not a fighter. 
he's someone who's very intelligent, and he he earned Ogre's respect by letting him get his ass kicked, and he just stepped up. And I like that you have that relationship between these two guys. That's not just their two lunkheads. It's almost like how in GTO, how Akichi and uh, Takumi are best friends, and they're very different. Like Akichi is a bonehead, and uh, Takumi is now a motorcycle owner, and he does work really hard at what he does. It's a similar situation. I like that they have this dynamic going for them. Now, the art style is okay. The one weird thing about it is that, let's be honest, Baby Bell is drawn to be completely naked 100% of the time. He's always naked unless he's glomping on top of Olga, and it's a little unnerving. I mean, yeah, it's, it's baby pee-pee parts, but eh, it's a little gross. I know there's a version of this manga which is released where they actually draw a diaper on him. And I think that this could work a little better if they had drawn the diaper on him instead of showing him naked all the time. Because seeing him naked all the time is a little like, what the hell is this crap about? But you go with it because it's a manga and it's actually a really funny manga. Now, there are a lot of issues with it because this is this has been done before. Let's be honest. It has been done before with the character gets powers for some reason. He doesn't want the powers, but then he ends up loving the powers. And you have the story arc with the villains. The difference, though, is that they never used a baby before, and I think that's a really nice gimmick for it. And the art style does depict like some really cool designs for it. Depicts all the characters. I love how they draw Oga just so angry and mean. And then when he's with his family, he looks nice. But then when they look at him, they look at Baby Bell, and Baby Bell looks exactly like his adopted dad. And they both have that angry face, and they act crazy. I just. I don't know, I just, this is a really good manga, but it could be so much better. I wish it was actually released over here in an actual tangible manga print form instead of just digitally. And I really do wonder what would happen at the end of the series, because I made it about halfway through the manga, and I was really intrigued by where it was going, but I want to know how it does end. I mean, does Baby Bell destroy the Earth? Does he go home? Does Oga embrace this destructive power, or does he just give it up? Because the one thing I like, besides this, all things I've talked about, is that even though he is a horrible person, Oda is actually a really good father figure in a weird sort of way. Like, Baby Bell is always crying, and then... Oga tells him, men don't cry. You're not supposed to cry because you have to show how strong you are. And don't be like this. Don't be like that. He tries to teach him life lessons, even though it goes horribly wrong. At one point, he says, you keep a promise no matter what. But you know what? In this situation, the promise doesn't matter because my friend got kidnapped, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break that promise in order to save my friend. So he has honor, and he's a pretty good person, even though he has a really rough and tough exterior. There's also a whole story arc involving that the one girl member of the Toho Shinkai thinks that <laughs> Oga proposed to her. He's like, because he says, you be Belle's mom. And she interprets it as, oh, you want me to go out with you and then marry you and then we're going to have a kid? What the hell's going on? I don't know. Do you like me? Do you not like me? What the heck? What, what, what about your wife? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's a funny little dynamic of how that goes on and how weird it gets because they get really awkward. She gets pissed off that, oh, you'd like it, but you're using me and... So it's almost a weird love triangle, but not really, because I don't think Oga likes anybody like that. He just seems very oblivious to it. Like, he's in a situation, and he doesn't have a romantic interest. It's just him being him. 
even though it does kind of pair him and Hilda together a little bit, I do want, would have liked to have seen some sort of romantic interest of some sort, not just him being, I'm going to just fight all the time. However, I do digress. So let's get to the actual rating of this manga. Now, someone actually messaged me saying, hey, what's the rating system? It's been a while. I don't know what it is. So I'm going to go over the rating system that Spyrokin has just to remind everybody. Now, our lowest rating is take it to a priest, purify it, and burn it. That means this manga is absolutely garbage. It's pretty bad. There's no redeeming factors of it. Now, the second lowest rating are kind of our D. It's barely passing is... Typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. That means that there's one thing which is actually redeeming about the manga. It could be an art style, could be a character, could be a joke. Just there's one little glimmer of hope. The rest is garbage, but it's at least tolerable. Our middle of the ground is a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but forgettable. Meaning that it's decent. It's not amazing, but it's not crappy i'd say it's mediocre it's there but it's forgettable so you walk away after you're done reading it and you'll probably forget about it and this manga let's be honest is something i won't forget because of the absurd concept of a hooligan raising a kid who has superpowers that keep shocking him over and over again it gives me vibes of yuritsaya Sura. so let's go to our next rating which is the rating i'm going to actually give this manga which is borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered pocky the manga is really good, and you just want to, like, you don't want to buy it, but you want to borrow it, and you'll read it and keep it for a while, but then you won't really return it unless someone reminds you you have to return it. Now, our highest rating, which is the perfect manga, is one, one which is amazing on all boards, and it's worth accessing. And I give that rating, which is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read the manga now, your brain will freeze your eyes, swap, and your soul be forfeit to the great Zomo Gustav, blah, ha, ha. And that's pretty... Not rare, I'd use it a lot more than I think, but this manga does lose points. It's not that good, because, like I said, Baby Bell is naked, and they go over that some jokes over and over again, and the there's no legitimate release of this manga in print form in the United States. There's just a digital version which was released on the Shonen Jump website, and that is a shame. So, to reiterate, this manga is... Really good, but there are some issues, so I'm giving it a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky, because Beelzebub is really good. It's just that it doesn't reach the full extent of being amazing. And there's some series that I've given that don't have a legitimate release that I've given amazing. Just It misses for that and for showing so much of Baby Bell. Just too much. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email me at zanspyrokin.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. We're on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Snapchat, the SNK for the Snap Network, the Switch Network on PSN, and several other social media sites you can find at our website, www.spyrokin.com. Also, you can send me a tweet at Spyrokin if you want to know what is going on. Hashtag Spyrokin if you really are cool. If you really want to do something really cool, go to player.fm.com or iTunes and level up this podcast. I think that if we get our numbers up a little bit higher, we'll actually make it to the top 50 in the player.fm network. And I can raise up my rank in iTunes. Leave a mark if you like this manga, don't like this series. Just give us a star rating, you know. Leave a comment at the iTunes store. So, anyway, let's get to the part that all of you have been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only the 
guys have to accept no imitations or substitutes because there's only one and only one wheel of manga officially from Spyrokin.com. It's patent pending. Well, not patent pending. I've already patented it. But the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it that a fan made for us, which actually has the Spyrokin logo on it. It is blue, black, and white. And what it is is each slot on it, because there's 10 slots, each one has a different manga title on it. We have some great mangas on here, some weird ones. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin this Wheel of Manga and whenever no one lands on this review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 238. And we've got some great ones and some really weird ones. I mean, besides the fact that we have a gambling manga, we have one which is just really weird about food. It's a food manga. And then, of course, we have a manga about being a spider. And then we have one which makes me want to go to spin class and say a certain song while riding my bike or actually biking it while saying a song about a hime. <laughs> so let's spin zero review the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. So, number three. So in the next episode of the Spark Manga Review, we are going to be reviewing Chrono Rulers. Now, I don't know if this is about Nobunaga. I don't know if this is about some other ruler. I don't know if this is about actually a physical ruler. You know, it's an anthropomorphic uh, slide ruler that you measure things. I don't know. But we'll see how it goes. I'm a little excited. And also, just to let you know, it's only one week and one day till that movie comes out that I'm so excited for. I think it's going to be really good. I'm not sure. We're going to find out. Anyway, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And this is your host, Zan, saying have a great one. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>